I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Guy walking away from the troubles in Guy's life. Guy walking away to find a better day. That was beautiful. Oh, I was trying to play the stings. That's pretty dope, eh? Well, you got to explain it because I'm live are... playing the stings and the audio and stuff like that. Yeah, so usually I can just play anything, anytime. Well, he sneaks around the world from Istanbul to Oklahoma, saving ladies who were drowning, scoring hoops and getting stills. With that solid on ball defense, better hope this man ain't on ya. Tell me. I was adding live vocals to that as well. That um, segment will not be featuring in today's show. You don't know Sorry that. Sorry for teasing people up. You don't know that. What? I, yes, I do. I make the run sheet. Well, you just played it, so we're technically in it already. <laughs> he um re- he recently reached out to um someone who was racially profiled in a mall for wearing a hoodie. Oh, that's good. I didn't read the full article because he got profiled. Remember, in the cop yeah, broke his leg. Horrific. So there you have it. That's the end of that segment. Yeah, I'm glad we're starting with the segment early. We've got heaps of segments coming up on the show. Um, first though, you had a secret podcast meeting without me. Um, how'd it go? Yeah, I crushed it. You, <laughs> how'd you crush the meeting? What'd you talk about? What and what could you possibly discuss about this podcast? Um, well, firstly, what did I order? I got this yum kind of Mexican <laughs> breakfast. Uh, I can't believe I wasn't invited to the meeting. It's so weird. Oh, you would have been. <laughs> well, last podcast we did. Sorry we've been away for two weeks. Paul went to Sydney. I went to uh, the bottom of the South Island. I went to Gore um, mm. to do shows. So I was invited to the meeting, but I didn't get the Facebook invite or something. Oh, it was an email I wasn't invited. Yeah, anyway, okay. well, did you? What, what's the new developments on the podcast? Are we available? Um, if someone could email us, guyandpaul at gmail.com with any emails. If you listen to us on an um, Android device, because I'm not sure if you can even listen to us on all podcasts and devices and stuff like that. I reckon you can. Just opening a window. Um, and speaking of... Maximum noise in here. Yeah, maximum noise. Or just a bit of air, you know. Um, the, in the Bogdan versus Bogdan debate of the Bogdanoviches, um, yeah. they dueled yesterday... One scored 27 points, the other scored uh, 20, and that's all the information I know. I, don't, I still don't know yeah. which one's on which team. I think, Bo, I can't tell I think them apart. Bo, Bohan scored 27, I think, and he plays for the Kings. He's kind of the younger, the younger. more handsome one. Okay. Well, the other one's incredibly ugly, so it's not really saying <laughs> right. much. We, the, one of the main things we do about this pod is talk about players' looks, yeah. and we are scathing. <laughs> nah. But they deserve it. Like, yeah, you can't have everything in life. You can't be an amazing athlete and real good-looking. Some can. No, I don't think they can. Mm. Who's a good one? Like Joel Embiid. No, the guy looks terrifying. Swaggy P. Yeah, he's not even in the NBA anymore. And he was, yeah, his. See, the good look, he sacrificed. He had to deal with a good devil. Good looks, sacrificed for um, bad at basketball. 
<laughs> Stroggy P is such a disappointment in life and in general. Um, but I guess he came from a hard background, so he, he's done well, all things considered. I love Swaggy. Paul doing well with his predictions. We mentioned last week that the Grizz went to the top of the NBA. They're now they're falling back to earth, losing the last four of the last five. They're falling back to six, but still looking like a solid team, as Paul predicted. I have two. I have another bet that the Mavericks. The Mavs, there. yeah, that's yeah. what I was getting to. The Mavs have hit five hundred. They won, uh, had a good win today over the Jazz. I guess the Jazz are not as good as we thought they would be. But um, it's impressive that you call no, both the, those. They beat the Clippers today. Even if neither of those two teams the playoff, make the playoffs, and I'm still sceptical as to whether they both will because it's such a long season and it's such early days. It's just impressive they've even had a decent start. I'm surprised. I'm not. And no one obviously. else is predicting those two teams. Um, but I think at, at least one of them will make the playoffs, so I won't lose money. But I'm hoping to. I'm thinking I'm currently going to gain $100. Uh, we, oh, we get into the weekend review. I've got to play the sting. Uh, this next segment I'm going to introduce to you is, is called The Week in Review. Yeah. Yeah, good on you. And um, we're learning. Okay, normally we put in the stings afterwards. No. Magic Mayhem is not We've starting yet. <laughs> no, we haven't entered it. No, only if the, if the song plays for the whole time do we uh, enter it. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, wait. What about, it has to be 50%. If 50% of the sting plays were entered... His own year yesterday at Madison Square Garden at the start of the game, playing the Bucks, um, dunked on Giannis Antetokounmpo mm-hmm. and then stepped over him as he fell to the ground. Iverson on Ty Lue S. <laughs> okay. Um, and afterwards, um, he got, Giannis got asked if it annoyed him. He said um, next time he's going to punch him in the nuts, I think. In the face, I thought. Well, people sure were wondering. People thought it was they'd punch him. Um, yeah, I don't know. It makes more sense when you're lying on the ground and you stepped over that you'd punch him in the nuts. Oh, no, I think he said next time I see him in the grandstand, in the stands, I'm going to punch him in the face. I think that's what he said, next time he sees you in the stands, yeah. I'm going to punch him in the um, in the nuts. So he sees him in the stands. Yeah. And then he punches him in the... Punching in the nuts, that's not a thing. We, yes, it is. <laughs> punching the nuts is definitely a, um, no, uh, definitely a thing. What, M- Mikhail Petrus did it once, or Nick Batum. It's like a French Chris thing. Paul's done it multiple times. I think it's a French thing. When Hazonia dunked and then he mm-hmm. stepped over you, would that bother you? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to punch him in his nut next time. Really? Yeah. I'm going to punch him in his nut next time? Maybe. Just what? The one. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to punch him in his nut next time. Really? Yeah. No. Wait, one more time. I, we can't hear it, man. One more oh, time. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to punch him in his nut next time. Mouth. Really? Yeah. His mouth here again. Yeah. It's like the new Yana or Laurel or whatever. Yeah. Um, well, the first thing I want to say about this Incredibly, is... Incredibly, he's nicknamed... They call him Yanni, like the Greek people. Mario Hazonia, a guy that's lucky to be in the NBA, um, it was a breakaway dunk, and Yanis tried to block him and didn't block him. He didn't dunk on him. Hmm. There's a huge difference between dunking on someone and the situation that could. It did look cool, though, and it was a sick dunk, hmm. don't get me wrong. But um, he only had two points in the game. And his quote afterwards, I thought was hilarious. Um, he said, um, honestly, if you're afraid... He was asked if he was afraid of um, Anton Kumpo. And he said, honestly, if you're afraid, this is not for you. I don't want to be disrespectful, but if you fear this, this is not the place for you. New York is not a place for you, and this team is not a place for you. Yeah, he's a legend. Well, I love Azonia, and I He I'm finished with two day. points. His only points was that dunk. Yeah, and, and how many points did they win the game by? Two points. Yeah, maybe. Was it two points? Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly two. It was a real close, real good game. Yeah, so Hazonia, game-winning done. The thing that interested me was I'm just sick of him being called the Greek Freak. I think it's such a bad nickname. I like that it mentions that he's Greek. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a positive thing. 
Um, but because you often don't recognise the uh, internationals, because I always thought, um, you know, the, the international talent in the NBA has been way down, um, just because like there's, there's no longer the Dirk Nowitzki, like Ginobili, Peja Stojakovic era of like European three-point bombers and stuff. Mm. But um, I just, it's mainly because I hadn't noticed that um, all the black internationals who are playing in the league now, racistly, and I didn't think mm. that two of the best players and right now, Giannis and. Um, Joel Embiid, and, and even Ben Simmons, if you count a, them as Australian. Occasion, occasionally it goes the other way, where you see like Costa Kufos, hmm. who no disrespect has to be up there for <laughs> ugliest players. Um, you see him, and you find out he's just from Ohio. Like, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Greek Freak is a bad nickname. He needs a better nickname, I reckon. Any ideas? So embarrassing. Um, I reckon, like for a start, Giannis is just good, like just one name. Yeah. Like he's off or to a good start there. they call Yanni's good. What about um, Laurel? I reckon if he does a big dunk... <laughs> no, don't get stuck back down that debate. Um, uh, Anton DeCumpo is just good if he gets mm. a big gook. He does have so many, other, like, it, well, hard consonants. Anton DeCumpo. Um, he, did, he does have a few others, though. Because when he... Like, Greek Freak has kind of taken over. Mm. One out. But originally, like, the alphabet was going to be one. Because he had so many letters in his name. And then um, in China, they call him Letter Bro. Both of those are shocking. Letter Bro. What about a Greek nickname like Apollo or Zeus? Yeah. Zeus. Um, Zeus! You will regret his racket. Nike? The god of victory, is it? I don't know. It's a woman, isn't it? That's um, fine. And that's fine. No, you, can't, no, you can't nickname someone Nike. He's um, sponsored by Nike. What about... Um, the Lankatron 500? The Pillar. Or the column. The pillar of his community. Of, nah, because it's like... And you know how they had a lot of pillars and columns? Yeah. It's harder than I thought, maybe. Did you know he did military service for three months in 2016? Like two years ago? I believe it. Him and his brother got conscribed uh, in Greece. That was cool. Conscribed? Subscript, subscribed? Subscriptions? Subscriptions. Conscribed? Stop. S- stop. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Detroit Pistons in the weekend review are doing um, okay, which is nice. Yeah, Dwayne Casey. I mean, I rubbish the trade for Blake Griffin, but so what? far it's turned out okay. And their new coach I turning was shocked, out well. Um, Andre Drummond's like only twenty five. I swear he's been in the league for at least fifteen years. They um, beat the Warriors, which is always. I mean, I know the Warriors are missing key players, but um, that's always like a team's coming up play. Like no one pays attention to the Pistons, and they beat the Warriors, and people are like, "Oh my god, they're thirteen and seven. That's quite interesting." Um, and I think it's great because Blake Griffin has been revitalized. Like he was so grim in Los Angeles, even if he's putting up stats, like no one kind of really liked him anymore. Well, he jumped over the hood of the, IKEA. Do you think that trade, the Clippers, until today were the one seed in the West? Is it a real win-win? Trade, you think? Yeah, the trade has worked for both teams so far. I will um, burst the bubble, though, in the same way that I always do, and that their schedule has been... The Clips um, or the Pistons? Pistons' schedule has been weak. Um, So they beat the Warriors. That's a decent win, especially because even without their star players, they're playing well. Um, They beat the Bulls, Knicks, Suns. Rockets, good win. Uh, Lost the Rockets, beat the Cavs, beat the Raptors. Uh, lost the Hornets. Okay, please stop. Hawks. My point, is, my point is, is that the East is trash, and the teams in the East still profit off playing these shocking teams like the Knicks and the Bulls um, all the time. The ESPN rankings, for the schedule, Utah, toughest, Phoenix, Sacramento, Portland, Orlando. Yes. 
So um, that's kind of good to see. And Milwaukee, who's playing well, have got a tough strength of schedule as well. Detroit, according to the statistic, easiest strength of schedule. Miami, is, Indi- Indiana, OKC. Okay, what's strength of schedule? What I'm confused about is: is a higher number better or low? Um, higher number means that the average team that Utah's played against has had a above a well above 500 record, whereas um, Detroit has played teams uh, consistently below 500. Okay. Anyway, I'm it's confused. just saying to, it's just I, I just I, I just think, look at Detroit's I think Orlando wins and go, currently have the third best remaining strength of schedule in terms of like e- e- ease. I think, of, but the, but the thing is, it's not considering it, the toughest opponents are the Raptors and the Bucks and the Nuggets currently. You know, so yeah. I think it is a bit skewed currently. You're, what you're a bit right because they don't have great, the Raptors have got a good record. What are you talking about? Yeah, no, but it's 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 kind of discounting. I would say from here on out, like, the Warriors will be tough. The Rockets are tough, but they're not kind of considered tough because they, they're... Oh, but the Rockets have been quite easy beats so far. Like, you wouldn't yeah, consider whenever uh, the Warriors a good win at the moment. So I think it's fine. Um, you reckon You reckon because there's teams that have bad... You, you just, you, you, what you're saying is there's teams that are good that have bad records at the moment. Yeah, yeah. So the Rockets are 500. They're 10th position. Yeah, but like, has Chris Paul been? Chris Paul's been playing. I don't know. I haven't watched them. Yeah, I, I, I just don't think they're that good. The Warriors are playing without um, uh, Steph Curry. Like they're and not Draymond. not that good. You know. Yeah. Um, but no, but that's what I'm saying. Is once they do have those players, that'll be a tough game. When at the moment it's considered not that tough. Yeah, but so right now it's right. But you're saying in the future it'll be wrong. Yeah, when the when the okay, we'll, playing. we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Um, Derek Rose just passed um, Steph Curry uh, to lead all guards in three-point percentage shooting. How crazy is that? Put in the hard yards. Um, should we talk briefly about the Dwight Mere too? Yeah. You told me I couldn't call it the Dwight Mere. Yeah, well, the Dwight Mere was already a Dwight, like a nightmare that happened uh-huh. when Dwight left Orlando. That was the Dwight Mere. <laughs> well, this is the Dwight Mere too. Like, yeah, it's that's like being like. Oh, nine eleven was bad, and then you're like, oh yeah, when they flew the planes into the building. No, no, I was talking about this other event that also happened on nine eleven <laughs> that I'm now calling nine eleven. I just thought any bad situation with Dwight was called Dwight Mayer. Like I thought his time in LA was the Dwight Mayer. I guess the Dwight Mayer hasn't ended. Yeah, <laughs> we haven't awoken. Yeah, what do you think about how sad his career is? Like, if you look at um, Carmelo and how bleak his career has been since falling off. Like he had, he was good in New York for a period of time, and then just has just gone straight down the Google. It's, Carmelo's just a free agent at the moment. Yeah. Uh, or the Rockets no, I have think him. He's technically, he's technically like, according to fantasy, he's injured. But um, I think he's just technically still with the Rockets, but just n- not with the team. Well, Dwight Howard's, I think, even more interesting than him. Dwight Howard won MVP with the Magic, am I right? Maybe not. It was always an MVP favorite, at least. Yeah, I don't think he did win. Made it to the remember. finals and... Um, like was like you know all NBA player and now is just this joke of a guy who travels around from team to team, um, you know, with all these weird rumors around him. He owns guns, he owns snakes, he's got five children to five different women, and uh, the new Dwight Mayer popping out was um, a lady claiming that he uh, hid their relationship because they were transgender and then um, uh, threatened threatened her with like some. Like religious pastor or something like that. The guy's but, life is just controversial. Yeah, it, it did kind of it kind of got debunked, right? Did it not? No, no, no. The 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 woman who was accusing him had like she's got like 
she's not seen to be a credible source, right? Yeah, well, and she's I, got a book that think, she's trying to promote. I think there was maybe a similar case with maybe like Playboy Cardi or like some Atlanta rapper. The point is, Dwight's life is a shambles at all times, and I just thought I thought it was interesting. That was it was yeah. like it set the internet on fire for a day. Oh, maybe it was sure. fake news, but um, oh no, it was crazy. Mm. Well, um, well, the Magic are glad they're gone of him. Uh, right now, and that's good segue. Oh, good riddance, Dwight Howard. Because man. it's that time mm. for the stars to roll on out. Oh! What? I'm supposed to play the thing. Was that a bit loud for you? It, like, deafened me. Yeah, it came with some heat. Um, welcome to Magic Mayhem. Yeah. Well, the noise they've no, been I'm making not, this year I'm has not, been deafening. I'm not welcoming you. <laughs> Why are you not welcoming me? Because you're not welcome here. Well, I'm welcome. Okay, you can be here, but keep talking to a minimum. <laughs> okay, yeah, what do you got to say about Magic, the Magic this week? Uh, I wanted to dedicate this week's Magic Mayhem to a guy who I swear doesn't get a lot of love from Magic fans. And he's a guy that I have a lot of time for. Yeah. And he's a guy who, every the only time people really talk about him is how can we replace him. <laughs> and this guy is DJ Augustine. If you go on, so I was on Magic Reddit. This is the deepest cut last of night. a segment ever. We're going to talk about DJ Augustine. Last night, well, he's the starting point guard for the Orlando Magic. He should be the starting point guard for the Wollongong Hawks. No. That's really disrespectful. He's barely NBA. This is the disrespect I'm talking about right yeah, here. Yeah. I'm glad you've, I invited you in today because that's what I'm talking Perfect about. Perfect example. I, I, so, I, so the thing is, yes, for the future, we, we need a point guard. Like probably, I think, through the draft. I don't think our point guard of the future is in the league yet. But uh, if you go on Magic Reddit currently, like this morning I went on, and these there were so many different posts just talking about point guards we could get. These are just some. These are these are separate posts. Lonzo Ball, I think, had a couple. Mm. Isaac Bonga, Frank Nilakina, Derek Rose, John Wall. There's people talking about how we should take. <laughs> no, nah, that was Wall. that was rumored. If he's available, that's ridiculous. No thanks. Um, yeah, the, the Magic should be tanking and drafting a point guard. Here's the thing. Uh, now we're in the playoff run. Thanks to the play of DJ Augustine. Thanks to the East. in terms of, in terms of okay, if you punt, so just the point guard stats, yeah. which I consider to be points, threes, assists, percentages, and turnovers. You could argue that steals should be in there, but for the sake of making DJ Augustine seem good, I've cut it because he's bad at steals. Or he doesn't bring a lot in terms of steals. Yeah, but in terms of those stats, the point guard stats minus steals, um, he's the twenty eighth ranked player in the season. Of in terms of 30? No. No, 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 no. Of every player in the NBA. You're he's, he's the 28th best player in the NBA. And, and, and though if you punt rebounds, blocks, and assists. And 11th in terms of point guards, because it is a point guard Are you talking stats. about in, in terms of fantasy value? I'm just, yeah, I'm talking about stati- well, just how is, he tw- how is DJ Augustine the 28th best player in the he's NBA? Because he's underrated. Is this is one of the most... The you make is. some piss take calls. No, and this is so the only players the above him are like all-stars and then Derek Rose and Malcolm Brogdon. Those are the only guys how many points in terms averaging? of point guards. Um, oh, wait, so he's the 28th like, best point guard. No, no, no. 28th overall, 11th point guard. 
Um, and that's including James Harden and Chris Paul as both point guards. But um, how many just points... Don't, just don't trust this at all, eh? How many points is he averaging? 10.6, 5.4 assists. But okay, but let me talk some more. The guy is so mature, hardly ever takes a bad shot in my opinion. Yeah. And he averages 1.1 turnovers per game, which is crazy compared to all the other point like starting point guards. Yeah. His assisted um turnover, turnover ratio, ratio is great. Um yeah, the only guards with less turnovers playing similar minutes, like none of them are point guards, they're all just guys who catch and shoot. Mm. Um and his plus minus for the season, a stat I love is uh, overall is plus 47, is the best on the on the Magic. Mm. Uh, and he leads the team in assists, but is seventh in terms of tu- turnovers. And he always plays for the team, never plays for himself. So yeah. I love DJ, and I think he keeps this up, and he'll go down as one of my all-time favorite uh, Magic players. There's a high, high praise, amazingly high praise. I, I don't know about the 28th top player, but... No, um, I didn't say... I never said that. You said you, it. What did you say? I said, if you punt points, yeah. rebounds, and assists, he's the 28th best player. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Who are your, you said he's in your pantheon of top players. Who are your mm, top Magic players? Um, next week. You'll rank them. Well, I didn't say that. You said it. Oh, well, what were you going to say? I, was, I wasn't going to say anything. I was going to let you finish it, so I'm not um, like contractually obliged <laughs> to do anything for next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had something I wanted to bring up for Magic Mayhem, and that was uh, my question surely it is time to trade Nikolai Vucevic. Because he's Nikolai. like peak... Vo- um, yeah, he's shooting 40% from three. His, it's yeah. a contract year. I don't know but if you can trade him, but sign his, and trade his or... His contracts... Try and get rid of him now. Yeah, his contract's up, right? People were suggesting he could be like an all-NBA third team. Like, it's incredible. Oh, yeah. He's an all-star so far. Trade, trade, trade. you got to trade. like... He's yeah. not the he's not a player of the future. He doesn't fit out with the timelines of any of the other players. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I'd love to see for his sake. I'd love to see him have a try on a good team and like play in the playoffs and stuff like that. Yeah, it, it is. A, it's a tough one. It's not sure. a tough one. You got to trade him. <laughs> it's for real. Now, but you mean like just trying to make? We just, you might just try and make the seventh or eighth seed and. Yeah, it, well, it's a tough one. I don't think it is. I think you got to trade him. Like I've heard, I've heard what you're saying. Yeah, and I think it's a tough one. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, well, that's in a magic man. No, 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 it's not. I just want to say uh, just a couple more things. Okay. Firstly, I quite liked there was a, quite a good um, Steve Clifford uh, Clifford quote because because we did like this week we have lost a couple of games we probably should have won. We lost to the Warriors in San Francisco um, narrowly. Yeah. No, but yeah, we were up quite big. Like I think at one stage we were up kind of eighteen, nineteen points, mm. and then we we lost to the Blazers in a tight one where. Um, Lillard basically couldn't miss. Like he hit like ten, 10 threes. threes. Yeah. Um. And so but it was close. Should have put a hand up on Lillard. Yeah, yeah. But um, Clifford just had quite a good quote where he was. He basically was. I think it was after the Warriors, and he was just saying that you know you can't. It's a make or miss league. Listen, I've said that before. And today, Damon Lillard made ten threes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. He said we, we had good shots. It's a make or miss league. Listen, I've I've said that before. We've got to stop with that S word. You know what? You either win or you lose. We're good enough to win. It was a winnable game. We had shots too. And there's none of this. We played hard. We're not doing that anymore. And I like that. That he's not like, Just oh like yeah, a close loss. Yeah, yeah. He's like, no, we can win. And yeah, we should 
try and win. Good on um, you. But... That's a takeaway from Midget Mayhem this week. And the Magic should try and win. And, uh, and there was just quite... Someone had quite a good idea on Magic Reddit. Their name was Durf, Durf Vader. Yeah. Shout out and, to Durf. Um, they, they just said, how come the Amway Center isn't nicknamed the Pyramid? Uh, which is a reference to Amway <laughs> being a, a pyramid scheme. <laughs> <laughs> the building is not shaped like a pyramid, sadly, yeah. but still quite a good nickname. Yeah, I think there good. also is the pyramid in like Memphis or whatever. Okay. Also, the Sonics um, Key Arena used to kind of be a pyramid. I was really into it as a kid. Oh, what? Uh, and that's... That's the end of Magic Mayhem. Thanks for coming. And it's time for God's Been Thinking. Oh, what a fantastic idea. That's the sting for God's Been no, Thinking. No, I think it should be, um, I think it should be, God's Been Thinking. God's been, been Thinking. I've got yeah, an yeah. idea that I want to share with you. God's Been Thinking. God's Been Thinking. Um, it's How can I keep my fingers on the... Here's my theory. I can't keep my good ideas off the podcast. That's, what mm. I, that's where I'm at. Um, it's a lot more satisfying to follow a, quite a bad team than it is to follow a good team. Because you can enjoy good teams. Like you don't have to be a Warriors fan to watch the Warriors and enjoy the Warriors playing or something like that. You, know, you don't have to be a Raptors fan to um, tune into the Raptors game. But supporting it... Is it a big yawn? Yeah. <laughs> this, is a good, this is a good idea. Yeah, no, I, was, I, I wasn't... It was, I was but naked the, the, from the, the, the thing is, when neck. I'm looking at like, the games to watch... It's quite interesting each day because there's so many games that are just not worth it. Because it's a good team versus a bad team. Um, this, that's why they need relegation because there's so many teams you just don't care about a Phoenix Suns game really at all unless you're a Phoenix Suns fan. Shout out to that one guy who always texts us and emails in um, asking to talk about the Phoenix Suns. Um, the Magic do, because of this podcast and because we talk about it, they pop up every game. I'm like, is it worth watching the Magic just because Paul supports them and we talk about them on the pod every week? It's a, it's a good idea to support a crap team, I think. And like when you wait, support, is this your idea? It's guy I've been thinking. But this, it's, I thought it was a hot, t- hot take. It's more satisfying to follow a bad team than it is to follow a good team. Um, I guess once your team gets eliminated from the playoffs and has got nothing left to do, yeah. then it's it, bad. It would be quite interesting for us to go back. I kind of, as I was saying this out loud, I kind of regret this thought in general. But I love how you're, you couldn't debunk it at all. You're just like, is this your idea? I was like, yeah, I thought it was quite interesting. Do you just think it makes perfect sense? Yeah, I, I kind of was like, you want to get in on, at the ground level as well and see the rise. Mm. And that's why the Knicks were quite high on my uh, teams but, to support. But then, <laughs> no, but the they're Knicks never going to be Bulls good. The Knicks and ne- the Hawks were all highly ranked. The Knicks are never going to be good. And the Nets. The Bulls, Hawks seems unlikely. But I, think, if they're taking... I think the Knicks will be good in, within So what you've got to look at, you look at teams' histories, and the basically under James Dolan as the owner, they've never been good. Yeah. So it's, it's unlikely they're going to be good. No, but I think, I think this, as long as GM and coach is good, and I like Fizdale. Yeah. I really like Fizdale. It's a big F. And they've, got a they've already got... The Hawks are probably never going to be they've good. They've got Porzingis. They've got Kevin Knox, who I think will end up good. Mitchell Robinson looks good. Uh... And then they've got some good pieces, man. Guy I've been thinking... Uh, <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> Guy I've been thinking... Um, uh, bonus um, for the segment. Uh, I'm sick of people saying um, someone's put someone in a spin cycle wrong. Commentators do it wrong all the time. People who post uh, highlights to Instagram do it wrong all the time. To put someone in the spin cycle basically means you need to make them kind of turn. Like yeah. 90 degrees 
180 degrees, 360 degrees. And it happens from time to time. I've been put in a spin cycle before. Like someone who does good crossovers can like easily make someone turn around. But you're not put in a spin cycle if someone's just doing crossovers on you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Or if, if someone does a spin move, that's not putting someone in the spin cycle. That's putting yourself in the spin cycle, technically. Yeah. But you don't say it then. It really annoys me when Kimber Walker oh, sure. drives in, does a spin move, and makes a good lap. It's a good move. Just don't say in the spin cycle. Speaking of good moves, what about today when um, Myers Leonard um, did a downward dog on top of um, the yoga position? I didn't bother watching that highlight. He what happened? A, he did a downward dog on top of Patty Mills, who was trapped underneath it. What do you mean? Like, so why was Patty nah, Mills? So on it the was ground? like a screen, but then. Um, but then they kind of fell over. I think Patty Mills fell over. Yeah. And then that kind of tripped. Um, Myers Leonard lost his balance, fell forward, went into the downward dog. And Patty Mills was like fighting to get out, but he was trapped. And then they just threw it to like this open, um, Seth Curry, who then just like laid it up. It was great. What a move. Is Patty Mills one of the most depressing players in the NBA? I would say yes. I'd say no. I right? hate his style of play. Um, I hate his here. I thought that's what you were going to say, his style of here. I, I like his fighting for Aboriginal rights in Australia. That's positive. And what about frogging? <laughs> He's frogging. <laughs> nah, frogging. Which was, uh, if you Google frogging if you don't know what it is because most people won't. It's, it was um, a viral tr- They made They made up a thing to do in photos. It was Ginobili, Patty Mills and um, Boris Dio. And Tiago. All like, the coolest guys. Um, and it was, a, yeah, frogging, man. Paddy Mills and the, and the Spurs in general just gutting me. Uh, yeah, I wish the Spurs the Spurs are gutting me. I had them as the, uh, the third Can I just also West. say the Spurs are gutting me? I'd like to, I hear what you say, I just want to um, piggyback on that and say that they're gutting me, mainly because I wouldn't want them to be better. But secondly, when they do play well, that's when the frogging happens. <laughs> do, you know where, do you know what will cheer you up, mate? Um, wait, I haven't done Paul, uh, Paul Don't Lie. Oh yeah, sorry. Paul, don't, um, lie. Paul don't lie. What's the um? What's the uh, the premise? The, the stink, like the music. Uh, Paul don't it. lie. Um, what if I? What if it's just like a snippet of Rashid Wallace going, Paul don't lie, <laughs> and, um, yelling it out. And you yell, Paul. You you like Paul to add to that? No, well, to be honest, him yelling it probably sounds like Paul don't lie. Um, Paul don't lie. So I usually jump on your idea and kind of say my opinions. Um, I but think you're supposed to just do that in my segment. Yeah. This. But it's got its own segment. Okay, here's my, what annoys me is when just Lakers or especially LeBron Lakers highlights get put on NBA Reddit and they're not even very good. People who... So it's like they were like, LeBron James kicks out to um, hit a th- to someone who hits a three at the end of the quarter. And it's front page. It's him dribbling in, passing it to a guy who shoots the three. Can I tag on your then, segment? No, just wait one more. No, with another segment. The other day, he was like, they were like, hits, LeBron hits the deep dagger. And then I watched it. Yeah, he had a deep three. They were up 15 points with oh. like two minutes to go. It's like, that's not a dagger. The okay. dagger was like 10 points before that. I'm going to tag on Port Don't Lie yeah. with a new, a new segment called, um, I don't know why that's happening. 
And um, man, the name guy works for na- good for names, eh? Mm. Um, yeah, LeBron. I'm gonna come out and say this is a hot take. LeBron's not a good dunker. Like he has got some amazing dunks in his career, and he is an amazing athlete, and he's amazingly powerful. Don't get me wrong. And over his amazing, amazing career, he has thrown down some amazing jams off the backboard against the Golden State Warriors is one of the most memorable ones. But um, he's, his dunk style is not good. It's not good. He never went in the dunk contest. He, he was a coward for avoiding that, I think. And uh, that's right. I said it. He's a coward. I will not say it to his face. And um, his whole career of dunking has just been a little bit underwhelming. He gets so high, you'd expect more from him. And, yeah, he's not a good dunker relative to athleticism. Yeah. Giannis jumped over a guy. Yeah, it was amazing. And he's just started. Like, what? Yeah. And if he can jump over a guy and then Hazonia can jump over Giannis. No. <laughs> then what? Hazonia can it, jump over two guys. Yeah. Hazonia, man. Hizonia. I miss him. I wish he was part of this magic team. That's the one thing that we're missing him. Um, the other thing is, I just don't understand on Reddit who posts posts. Like, obviously, they just grab a LeBron highlight knowing it's going to be big and knowing it's going to get karma. Why do people care about karma? I don't understand what people are doing in their life. Yeah, man. Like, who cares? Know. I don't yeah. really understand karma at all. Um, all I right. Think, I think karma is more important in real life. Like, last night, I arrived late midnight from Sydney. And then I get in the customs queue. We're walking along. Like, we're in the shoot bit, right? Yeah. Where it's rocked off. The queue is formed. And then this woman just motors past me and just yeah. goes in front of me. Good move. And I was like, what you the hell? You got done, son. And then she walked and her bag hit into the wall. And fell out of her hands, and I was like, karma. I've never seen karma happen that fast. You should have pushed. Yeah, um, I was driving. The thing was, she then said sorry. She was like, when the bag fell on the ground, she was like, oh, sorry, like because I was behind her. Mm. But I was like, I don't give a crap about that. I care about the pushing in front and just. I was on the motorway the other day, and I was driving my car. Yeah. And um, this dude, he overtook me. And I was like, that's, that's bad ethics so what i did is i got my car and i, I rammed him i t-boned him into the um wall and he died yeah and i was like that's bad karma but the, him for him yeah yeah for sure bad karma um it's time to take a, a a bit more of a like a abstract approach to the podcast now it's time to enter a mystical land we like to call the uh fantasy forest uh it's beautiful wow. in here it is lovely in here. I reckon you could go even softer on it. It's still going quite loud. Yeah, it's going <laughs> It's as quiet as it um, goes. Right, okay. Fantasy Forest, man. My team is killing it. Yeah? Uh, so I had a, a top of the league. This isn't supposed to be like just you chatting about your crap team. It's supposed to be yeah, um, you giving tips Here's the issue. Like I'm, I'm worried that it, I think at least one member of my league might listen to this podcast. Your, your biggest fears about this podcast are that it becomes too successful. Like, all your mates should listen to this podcast. It's a great podcast. Okay, but um, anyway, I had a top-of-the-table clash. with I'm in first uh, with a record of 36 and 18. Okay, you got two options for volume. you got this, quite loud, or nothing at all. Um, well, let's go quite loud. I'll just talk louder. But um, I was Good. playing the third-ranked team, and I bet them 7-2. Oh! And take that, third What are they called? Cure for the itch. Okay. It's a reference to a Linkin Park song or an album. And it's a reference to his roster. He has Jokic, Bogdanovich, uh, 
and maybe one. So of that's it, a good on, tip of, of what. Got three guys who don't just pick players whose names in with itch. That's also, don't just tip. pick white guys. They should be called white powers. <laughs> um, well, also just not just because of that, but because like, white guys are like bad at basketball. My All team. Right. I just realised. Oh no, I have Lowry Mark, and I was about to say I have a fully non-white team. All right, that's enough time in the fantasy. No, no, forest. no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen anything. It is a silly place. I just want to shout out. Um, <laughs> I want to shout out because so long. I really want to listen back to my um, draft predictions because um, yeah, one, the, the one I never draft rookies in fantasy. It's just a, it's just something I've got because I'm always in win now mode. I'm never like people are like yeah, but you keep them because there's keepers and mm. you look forward to the future. But this but year, looking forward to the future of who's like in four years I'll be good at fantasy. Yeah, you my league, go no, my league people tank and yeah, stuff. Depressing. But um, I'm always like every now every year is win now for me. But this year, I was so high on one rookie that I took him. And he cost me $8. So next year, I can keep him for 16 or... Yeah, Jaron uh, Jackson Jr. 12. Jaron Jackson Jr. Yeah. You so took two, him last year. Two days ago, he had 36 points. That's pretty good for a rookie, especially. And he followed up with 17. Is he second blocks. in the run for... Because he's been like a big part of the um, Grizzlies' success just in terms of them having a, a, a third player who doesn't suck. What, second in... For what? Rookie oh, right. of the Year? Yeah, probably. Okay, we can leave it. Um, it's enough of the fans. I think he's... Us. Who's winning Rookie of the Year? Doncic. Okay. I thought that was, uh, that was well known. Um, I would say Jaron Jackson. Email time. Tra- Do you know his nickname as well? He's got a cool nickname. Triple J. Y- that or Trey J. I made up Triple J. No, Trey I've J. called him Triple J. Ah. Trey J, because he shoots threes and he's got three J's in his name. Okay. Emails. Um, guy and Paul at gmail.com. It's A-N-D. Guy and Paul at gmail.com. If you want to email us, we'll read all your emails. We read them out. All of them. This is another one from Andrew Scott. My man. Emailed in multiple times. He says, Guy, thanks for your generous consideration. My last email. Did you say you're going to address every email on the show apart from the Nazi ones? I did say that. Uh, even if the, you read on a Nazi one, I'll probably read it out even just to mock it. Aren't you opening the door to those annoying repeat callers? No. Come on in. Um, here's my question. What do you guys think of Zion Williamson? He's looking like the next Charles Barkley. Paul, don't sigh at the email. No. We're excited. That we're glad to get emails. No, no. I wasn't sighing. You're like, this is the sound of you on the pod. Oh, no, 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 no. It wasn't. I want to say I'm into this email. Keep reading it. I feel like, I, Paul, I feel bad asking this, giving Magic's mighty two-game winning streak. But would you consider tanking for Williamson? Ugh, I hate thinking about dubious about how successful it is for a chance to draft this guy. Maybe he's hyped. He is hyped. I haven't. Um, I only watched highlights from one game, and it was the one they lost to Gonzaga. But it is crazy that currently one, two, and three is Duke, Zion, Reddish, and RJ Barrett. I look forward I, to them like going out in the first round of March Madness. Yeah, I think. Well, here's the thing. I thought RJ Barrett was a point guard, so I was. Conf- I'm confused that this um, Tankathon, a website I love. Shout out to Tankathon. They spent many good years on that Tankathon so they, website. So currently they have Zion going one to the Suns. They have Reddish going two to the uh, Cavs. I think maybe he leapfrogged because the Cavs just drafted a point guard. Hmm. But I thought RJ was a point guard, but he's listed as a small forward here. So I wanted RJ because I was like, we just need a point guard, even though I've just shouted out <laughs> to um, But uh, the guy who's falling, who I think is going to be good... Remember this name. It's way too early to call it, and he's really slumping. I think he had two points the other day. Quinton Grimes. Okay. Tell me he's not a star. It was a good, well, definitely not with the last name. No one's playing a dude with Grimes on the back. I am. I think that's cool. But, um, Grimes. That is a cool name. 
But I'd like if he's releasing an, an EP, keen. If he's um, coming to the NBA, not keen. Uh, another email from Ollie Chick, legend from Twitter. Shout out to Ollie Chick. Speaking of cool names, um, he said season two, episode seven. Do you guys have the link for the YouTube channel done by a bunch of kids called Cheese on Toast that uh, Guy was in? No, and I'm not going to Google it because um, that was a dark time in my life. Now, shout out to those kids, talented bunch of legends. Um, this is from someone called Rose. Hey, Guy and Paul, despite having never actually seen a complete NBA game, I really like the podcast. Oh, how nice is that? Thanks, Rose. I don't know why you're listening to an NBA podcast. Um, maybe she listens to Paul's music or something. Like, how would someone Wait, she's in America? It, and is it- she says, maybe because the team's near me, Hawks, Hornets, and Grizzlies. Let's try and guess where she's from then. Hawks. Atlanta. Hornets. Charlotte. Grizzlies. So middle Memphis. of the NBA. Maybe she's from like St. Louis or something. Is that where St. Louis is? I couldn't call it. Aren't particularly inspiring. I enjoy your convo about the worst sports names and wanted to throw up my pick for the best. I'm a sucker for some good wordplay, which is why I nominate the DeVos family. Oh, we hate those guys. Owned... Uh-huh. Orlando Solar Bears, an East Coast hockey league. Orlando Solar Bears has got to be one of the worst names for a team I've ever heard. No. Like, how is that even a play on words? Solar Bears. Oh, Polar Bears. Yeah, and the sun. <laughs> because they got the sun in Orlando. Yeah. So, so what they thought is that we've got an ice hockey team in Orlando, so we're going to get a beer involved somehow, but not a polar beer because we're in a hot place. Jesus Christ. I think um, I think she's from Nashville. The only I haven't really been listening. I've been do- looking up the map. Oh, Knoxville, Tennessee. The, oh, you're close. Oh, Knoxville, yeah. And you know who's the most famous person from there? Taylor Swift. I was going to say Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think Taylor Swift's from Knoxville. She's from Nashville. Oh, I don't know where she's from. She's from Nashville, surely. No, she moved to Nashville, though, didn't she? Oh, yeah. She's, she's from Knoxville. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Yeah. What about Rose? Is a sister is a of what do you Taylor call it Swift. when it's someone's fake name like a, a pseudonym a pseudonym pseudonym for Taylor Swift yeah thanks for listening Taylor I listened to your music <laughs> I gave up I didn't like your new album I liked some of the songs like Delicate and Eighteen some good ones are great I'm more of a I mean just the singles really Delicate and Eighteen I'm I'm more of a fan of the Ed Sheeran song Eighteen like nose crumbling like pastry what? that's poetic that's crazy because Ed Sheeran wrote the Taylor Swift A-Team song I'm pretty sure so he's just writing a lot of songs called A-Team is it called a no it's called In-Game but yeah one of the lyrics is A-Team well, the thing is it's like it's probably like supposedly a collaboration but like when you listen to it you're like Ed Sheeran wrote this <laughs> there's quite a lot of times rappers do this a lot as well where people will say like drug lingo or something like that but like like she's in the class they say she's in the class A-Team yeah. I don't think anyone says she's in the class A. That's not like common lingo. No, no one says you like. No one says someone's in the class A team. If you know what I'm saying, they just say, "I think she's a cokehead or something like that." Oh, so you're you're denying that anyone ever said that? I reckon he just made up that lingo. They I rappers do all the time as well. I think she just made up what he claims is some street lingo to seem cool. But like, it, I guess it makes more that it's more poetic than going. They say she's a cokehead. She's addicted to cocaine. Um, P.S. I frequently get that Friends Are Like Flowers song stuck in my head, which is wow. very weird. It's not weird. It's a banging song. But how does she know it? Because we sing it on the pod all the time. Friends, Friends are, are like flowers, beautiful flowers. Friends are like flowers in the garden of love. 
Enemies are like maggots, disgusting maggots. Enemies are like maggots, eating your friends. Hamish Judd writes, um, Sup, can you please come down to Christchurch and help me change the national anthem to Slice of Heaven? It will be fun and I'll shout you KFC. I was just down in Christchurch. Hamish, did you come to my show? I was actually there the other day. He also sent some emojis, but they didn't register on my email browser, so they just came through as brown squares. Um, the New Zealand National Anthem, because I love the American National Anthem just because they sing it for every sports game, which is kind of a cheap yeah, wait, Are we actually delving into this idea? Well, I thought I'd give it a... Okay. It's, not really I, I, it's not a bad idea. So, but, I mean, it's not NBA related. <laughs> no, 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 it is, because okay. you sing the... Na- weirdly, the NBA sings the National Anthem before every game. Okay. Which is weird, because that doesn't mean the Raptors have to play two anthems. It's my dream to sing at, at the... An Orlando Magic game. Yeah, it's a sad dream. No, one of my dreams. I've got other dreams. Can you hit those high notes? Well, you can pitch it in any key. Like the, the song... The land of the free... See? Yeah, you pitched it quite low, and then you, and then you nailed it. <laughs> what about... <laughs> and the rocket's red glare... Yeah, I'd say you pitched that one too high and didn't <laughs> nail it. Um, it's a good song. Basically, it's short as well, which is positive. I just realized I never even noticed. I, I guess the Raptors have O Canada, but I've never really thought about it. I think they must. At least for playoff games. Anyway, New Zealand anthem mm. sucks. It makes more sense in New Zealand because we only play it before international fixtures. Well, the, I think, here's my theory. We should at least scrap the New Zealand, the, uh, the English version of the New Zealand. Yeah, version. just make it the Maori version. Yeah, it's yeah. Because it's weird that we just sing it twice, and it's like, obviously get rid of the English There's one. heaps of bits that can't, there's heaps of stupid lyrics, like God defend New Zealand is weird, like uh, the military's not up to scratch, so God's going to have to do it. <laughs> but there's heaps of bits that like you can't even hit anyway, where they're like, guard Pacific's triple star. For a start, who gives a shit about the Pacific's triple star? No, people go, New Zealand's the guard Pacific. It never sounds good in a crowd. It's hard. So our anthem goes like this, God of nations, at the, that's as good as it gets. And the Maori version is slightly better. But as you can tell, like, it's hard to sing it that nicely. Um, Slice of Heaven's a lot better. I think it should be loyal. I can remember last time I thanked you, keeping my distance unintentionally. No, what about this? Loyal's too hard um, to sing in a crowd when you get to the chorus. There's a song called Hine E Hine, I believe. I might be wrong. And it's stunning. Um, the Wellington Ukulele Orchestra do a cover of it. No, it goes. No, not that. It's That should be the national anthem. No, nah, the anthem should be... Slice of Heaven's decent. I'll give it a pass, but I think it's rousing and genuinely a good song. Is um, and it's all in Maldives, you know, and it's about the war, which people in real nationalistic love the war. Um, uh, it's about soldier, bring the soldiers safely home from war. I think it's called Pokerikiriana. Oh, I thought you were going to say um, Maori Battalion. <laughs> <laughs> Maori Battalion, the march to victory. No, 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 Pokerikiriana, right? Um, is like a beautiful soaring song. So it sounds great when it's sung by like. Kitty Takanawa, like a beautiful singer, but let's just try now and sing it to see how a normal voice will sing it at a rugby game before a match. Okay, let's hear it. Pokeri, carry on. 
I don't know if that's right. Oh, I don't know the words, so I stopped. No, we don't know the words. We'll learn them, though, if they became the national anthem. It's just great when it goes. It's a great song, and like any idiot can sing it, that should be the national anthem. I like it, Hamish. Let's um, get it changed. I reckon Slice of Heaven and all that. It's a goer. I think Hamish keep it basketball related. No, but they were singing it before basketball games. New Zealand just had a stunning victory against Syria. Suck it, Syria. I know you've probably got bigger things on your plate right now, like the war or ISIS, but um, also you lost to New Zealand basketball. Most of you probably didn't even know that game was happening, to be honest. And full credit to you. I mean, a game against New Zealand in Christchurch isn't that important. War should be settled instead of by fighting, by sports. Five on five. But then ISIS, they're in that... Yeah, well, just they might bring a gun to the game. No, nah, well, not. I don't. I'm just going to come out and say it right now. I'm not a big ISIS fan. Yeah, see, ISIS would have no. Paul's power. probably a big like, ISIS fan, but I'm no, not. No, that'd be terrible at basketball t- or any sport. But then they would try. They might be good at um, sh- target shooting. Yeah, archery. That's true. But um, jungle bars. They'd be good at jungle bars. Like doing their terrorism training courses. <laughs> <You know? laughs> they used to do that all the time. They used, to, they used to be like, ISIS is training in the desert. And like show them they're like doing jungle bars. Really, and, monkey bars. Yeah, and train. Like that's what they, how they, that is how you train um, a little bit. No, but not for hijacking a plane. No, ISIS doesn't do that. They fight a yeah, dirty true. war in Syria. Anyway. Al-Qaeda. But surely like how many times in war? I just blended ISIS and Al-Qaeda into one. How often do you see them... Uh, Going on monkey bars. Yeah, in the war all the time. Nah, never. And you go do that thing where you like, jump across logs and stuff like that. It's I could see you crawling under nets could come in handy. Oh, there's so many nets in war. You've got to crawl under yeah, them. But monkey bars. Um, they need to get bring... We were when you were a kid and you had G.I. Joe's. One of the cool big features that all the cars and all the people would have would be like shooting a net, a weighted net. Bring that back into military use. Yeah, shoot a net that ties Catches them up. people, yeah. Yeah, you don't see That's that much. Paul just yawned for the third time on the podcast when I was counting. Um, Jesse N, this is the last email readout, so it better be a goodie. Hello, boys. Just wanted to say much love as an Orlando Magic fan. I've lived in Orlando. Woo! I've for the Magic for 12 years now. That is a long, awesome. grim, grim time. Um, I would be ha- happy to find you a pod because there's no other podcast who really talk about the Magic like you do. Thanks for keeping it real. Who's this? Jess B? Jesse N. Jesse N. I'd like to award email of the day. The GCN. Congratulations, uh, Jesse. That's not an award. That's a new award. And what does she win? The satisfaction of a job well done. Yeah. Um, Congratulations, Jesse. I personally um, love that's that one. That's awesome. From, so does she still live in from Orlando? From Rose, who put actual effort into it. Does she still live no, in Orlando? No, she said she lived in Orlando. Oh, Do you no, know what? Cool. I bet you, it's because, I bet you, email back, Jesse, if to, uh, to find out this is true. I bet you it's because she went to work at Disney World. Yeah, I nearly did that. Like, why else? The, um, I went to Disney World, and um, the woman behind the desk was like, I'm from New Zealand. She, like, recognized me, which is crazy. I mean, I, who knew that Advanced yeah, Analytics podcasts brag. were that famous? Oh, was a, oh, I thought it was an impressive brag. Um, yeah, it was. And uh, at the hotel, the lady re- was from New Zealand. She recognized me, and... Um, I was like, do you love it here? And she's like, no. She was like, kind of like, her vibes are a little bit like, get me out of here. <laughs> get out. Because people love Disneyland. Yeah, that's why I didn't go work, because I was like, I don't want... Like, but you but know, some people love to, it, and, and also yeah. it doesn't ruin the experience, but it might ruin I used to love um, going to Fresh Choice Supermarket in Nelson. 
And now I'm like, I can't go back there. <laughs> and scarring. Um, the other weird thing about Disneyland is it's in Florida, and um, the hotel I stayed at was called the Grand Floridian, which is crazy because just after I stayed there, um, a child got eaten by an alligator. Mm-hmm. I thought it said don't go in the water because the water's just disgusting, but it's well, don't go in the water because alligators will eat you. Two interesting things. So there was a, uh, there used to be a park called Disney's River Country or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was a water park. So there's still um, two water parks in Disney World in Orlando. Splash Mountain and no, Blizzard Beach? Typhoon Lagoon. Uh, and What's um, Splash Mountain? It's a ride at uh, Disneyland in close. Magic Kingdom. But um, so there's still two water parks and they're like more traditional into swimming pools. But they used to have this one. I think it was called... Disney's River Country or River County, maybe. Yeah. And it was a water park, but with lake water. So it yeah. wasn't like chlorinated water. That sounds like a recipe for disaster. Yes. So multiple people died from getting sick. Oh, no. From the water. This is a long time ago. So 70s or something. Yeah. Sorry. That's that open. I feel bad for laughing, but nah. it was a while ago. If I die in a funny way, have a laugh, okay? <laughs> it's, have a not, a laugh. it's not funny. It's not funny. But, um, Anyway, there's now it's, it's so the park has been shut for a long time. Yeah, but uh, and it kind of wasn't like a traditional water park. Like it was almost just like this fun like summer camp vibe with like bridges and islands and stuff. And um, so they shut it down, but it's just still there. So there's a lot of urban ex- exploring videos where people will go there at night yeah. and will look around, and it's creepy as heck. But the other thing I was going to say was uh, the Beach Boys, who I love, one of my all-time favorite bands. But um, kind of once they got bad and Mike Love, the evil member, Mike Love kind of took over the band um, and they released uh, Kokomo. The music video for Kokomo is shot at the Grand, Grand Floridian, Floridian, which is pretty depressing that they just didn't go to a tropical island and just shot it in Florida Yeah, um, at Disneyland of all places. It was just when it was opening and John Stamos is in the video, I believe. Yeah. But um, so that hotel was weird vibe, insanely expensive, but I wanted to stay there because I thought it'd be so good. It wasn't good. But the creepiest thing about it is because it's set like um, like 1930s USA. I don't know why you'd want to go back to that time. But most of the people who work there as cleaners and stuff like that are African-American. And um, they're dressed up like 1930s style. So it literally is like the help or like it's got a real 12 years of slave kind of vibe there. So I'd, right. I'll be a bit... Uh, if I was Disney, I'd re-look really at those uniforms. It's just between me and you. Okay. And also the um, doorman was like, the guy who's like, can I get your bags, was literally like 95 years old. And I'm, like, I'm glad that they're hiring the elderly and you've got to support them. You know, they're not useless. But um, this guy literally was, his job was lifting bags and he was so old that I just had to like get the bag. <laughs> all right, Grandpa, give me that bag. You're going to kill yourself, mate. Um, that's all for Advanced Analytics this week. Unless you've got anything else to add, Paul? Nah. Um, we're trying to make some new stings. We still haven't made a Twitter account. That's like our slogan, eh? We'll get a Twitter account. I'm going to rebrand. So, stop yawning on the podcast. I'm jet lagged. <laughs> no, you've just moved to Sydney. Yeah. I'm so jet lagged. Uh, but I'm going to redesign the, al- the artwork. No, I'll believe it when I see it. Um, thanks to everyone for listening. We love you from the bottom of our heart. And uh, I've been Guy Williams. I really, I hate saying that I've been poor. No, but it's a tradition though, eh? I'm... I'm not going to do it anymore. Okay. I've been Guy Williams. See ya. No, you you say, I'm not going to do it anymore. Okay. I've been Guy Williams. I'm not going to do it anymore. Very quiet. (laughs) Shh. It's over now. We're still just here. This is just very quietly. That's good.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.